Hello and welcome to The Real Show Podcast. I'm here, my name is Murray and I'm with my co-host Corey. Say hello, Corey. Hello. 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 And we are getting into uh, another one of our sort of into our sort of the world of wrestling, into our pro wrestling content, aren't we, Corey? We are indeed. We are indeed. We are. What, what are we getting into today? SummerSlam 2021. That's right, folks. That's right. Uh, airing on August 21st, 2021. This is probably the closest we've gotten to it. It was just um, just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, what? I mean, just, yeah. So just precisely one week ago, as we're recording this. One week ago, as we're recording this. Um, it was one week ago. So it's it's pretty it's pretty fresh in my mind, Corey. We both saw it live, did we not? We did both see it live. Yep, I stayed up. Both... Managed to stay up for all of it. Oh, good. Me too. Me too. I managed to stay up for all of it as well. Uh, some parts are better than others, but that's what we're here to determine. Are we are we prepared to give every match a real rating? I can give it a shot. Okay, cool. So let's get into it. We're not. We're going to skip all, all the build. This isn't money in the bank. We're going to skip all the build, and we're going to skip all the yep. the post the post match angles or whatever. We're just going to go into the matches themselves. Okay. Yeah. And we'll start off with uh, the pre show match. That just give this a bit of a rundown. It is Big E Langston, <laughs> sorry, versus uh, Sad Corbin, Baron Corbin. Yeah. Um. To there was an angle on SmackDown where. Big, where Biggie had his money in the bank briefcase stolen by Corbin. Because um, Corbin's obviously out of money. He's a poor man. He's a bum. He is a bum ass man, and he's stolen the briefcase in order to in order to try and get some money. But he realised there's not there's not money in there. There's a contract in there. Uh, um, I will say this. He, you're going to have to talk about this match. I think I missed the pre-show when I watched SummerSlam. Right, okay. Well, there's not much to talk about. Biggie won. <laughs> yeah. Um, he won, he got his briefcase back, and he'd been happily going around with it on SmackDown and annoying Paul Heyman, so that's always fun. But yeah, and, and Corbin's also turned into sort of happy Corbin now. He went to Vegas and he won yes. loads of money, apparently. And he's now going around in like a three-piece suit and a bowler hat and stuff. And he's, he's saying he's happy Corbin now. He's not sad Corbin anymore. So he's going around in his Mercedes-Benz. Um, his BMW, and he's dancing around with his his his, his fancy suits and his, his fancy hats. So awesome! It's surprisingly sad. Sad Corbin, or you know, poor Corbin, got pretty over. So now, now we have the the first matches on the card. Let's go to these. I don't remember much of these, to be honest. Okay. My memory only sort of sparks halfway through the show, I think. Okay. Uh, these I'm not really familiar because you know the first matches of the night, you're really fresh, but you know you remember the bigger matches at the end, I think, than you remember the opening matches. Uh, the first match on the pay per view was. Uh, I'll, I'll let you handle. I'll let you handle this one, Corey. Who is yeah. it? Who's involved? Uh, it's Randy Orton and Riddle. Uh huh. And are against uh, AJ and Omos for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Yes, it's RK Bro, as they're called. Yes. Uh, against AJ, they've not got a team name. They haven't got a team AJ, name. AJ, AJ, AJ Styles and Omos. You know, little man and big man, uh, which I think is a joke. Exactly. I mean, small AJ Styles and Omos, who is a big man. He is a he is a big man. He is. And commentary will not let you know. Will not stop letting you know. It's how big he is. He's massive. I mean, He's a huge man. I, um, I kind of remember this match. I often, again, it's one of the things where like, I remember little bits. I remember Riddle being in the ring with Omos and the whole thing of Riddle mm. can't get a tag. 
because he's smaller. Yeah. Eventually in comes Orton with his moustache. Uh, with his moustache. His moustache and his goatee. Um, yeah, the hot tag. Yep, yeah, exactly. And he comes in, cleans house. Weirdly, uh, I say kind of unsurprisingly. I don't think I expected it this quickly. Weirdly, Orton and Riddle win. They do. Well, I think... I think that it was necessary because you know RK Bro has been sort of getting over recently because Riddle's almost forcing it down everyone's throats. Yep. Being close to Randy Orton, be like, "Oh, we're best friends, Randy. I feel like I'm your best friend. I'm your brother," kind of thing. And Randy Orton's like, "I don't really care about you," you know. He keeps hitting him with the RKO, but I don't think Riddle's getting the message. Yeah, I mean, He's not going into his head. <laughs> this is also uh, the second time someone has lost a belt since Mania because they also won it. Um, AJ and Amos won the belts at Mania. They have a second pe- second people who lost. They won the belt at Mania to then lose it. First oh, yes, being yeah. in the Bank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't forget. I didn't, I didn't forget about that. Don't you worry, Corey. Um, but who did who did, who did AJ and Amos even beat at Mania? Uh, oh God. Oh, it you was, don't remember that, do you? No, it wasn't the Dirty well, Dogs. First SmackDown. It was the New Day. I don't think possibly. I I think I'm I think citation needed. Citation needed. Who did AJ? Can no, you, can you try no, and it, find that out? No, it wasn't the New Day because New Day and Biggie are different brands, and Biggie's on. Was he on Biggie on SmackDown? Biggie's on SmackDown. And New Day's on. Yes, Raw. it could have been. It could have been New Day. It could have been New Day. I thought it was. It probably citation is. Citation needed. Who did AJ know was beat at WrestleMania 37? Um, but anyway, they've lost it now. Yep. And now it's. it's um, now it's RK, RK Bro, Randy and Randy and Matt. Um, I think they're, they're. I like Randy Orton anyway. I'm I'm a fan. Um, Riddle I could care less about, to be honest. Yeah, that's I fair. Care less about. I don't really like him. But now we have. Um, do you want me to take care of this one? Go for it. It's. Go for it. Uh, this is a very confusing one. It is the returning Eva Marie. She's now got pink hair instead of red hair. Yes. And she wears pink clothes instead of. Red clothes against another pink, pink styling, uh, pink style wrestler, uh, Alexa Bliss, who, as we know, I'm not really a fan of. <laughs> Nothing against her. I'm sure she's really nice, and I'm, she's she's a very competent uh, athlete, very competent gymnast. But this entire angle of her just sort of being fiend, still fiend Bliss, despite the fact Bray Wyatt isn't even in the company anymore, is just rubbing me wrong slightly. Mm. But she seems to be having fun with it. She's uh, got this doll, Lily, this sort of puppet who she's walking around with. And over the few weeks on Raw, uh, Eva Marie and her sort of sidekick, Piper Niven, are, and that's what her name is, and I refuse to call her what they what they say to call her, because uh, that isn't her name. Uh, Piper Niven from NXT UK is um, on Raw now, and she's been sort of slapping and throwing the doll around, and that's been being making Alexa angry. So they've had a... I, I thought it'd be some kind of stipulation match at first because it seemed like it'd be a stipulation match like on those supernatural kind of matches but no it's just regular singles um uh, bliss has sort of the puppet put puppet on the ropes watching and she does the she does the, the sort of spike ddt she used to do as uh, her last gimmick and she went she won with that but and obviously eva marie didn't do really much it was just kind of it was almost a squash in a way because uh, Alexa was just throwing, just uh, doing the, the sort of the corkscrew that she does, the sort of flying moonsault thing, the twisted bliss is what they call it. 
Um, I remember when it used to be called the Sparkle Splash from NXT, but that's beside the point. Bliss, Bliss does the, the Spike DDT and manages to win with that. And uh, Piper Niven gets on the mic because the gimmick was that Piper Niven would win matches and Eva would declare herself that she was the winner, right? Like she won on, she she won on Piper Niven's behalf. But in this instance, Piper Niven gets on the gets on the mic and goes, and the loser and the loser of this match is Eva Marie, and everyone's cheers. And then she goes around wearing uh, Eva Marie's coat and sort of dances in the crowd, dances with the crowd, and Eva Marie's very annoyed at that. I mean, that's. Um, should we should we rate these two matches then? These three. You can so do. We haven't. Sure. Right. I'm gonna give. Do you wanna? Uh, let's not rate the pre-show. Sorry, Biggie or Corbin. Um, <laughs> nothing against you. But the 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 raw tag team. I don't remember much of it. I'm just gonna give it a five. I was thinking five. Right. Okay. Eve. Uh, Eva Maria Alexa Bliss. I'm gonna give mm. a five point five. <sighs> I see. I was gonna go either for four point five or a five. I was gonna drop it down a bit. I think four point five. You go four point five. I yeah, go five point five. Okay. Just because. Uh, just because. I don't know. I like Piper Niven in NXT UK. I thought she was sure. pretty cool. And Bliss, Bliss, I kind of I liked before she took on this gimmick. So I guess that's she's still as good in the ring as she was. Because they're actually letting her do moves now, as opposed to just letting her creepily crawl around the ring and then do some kind of do some kind of roll up, right? <laughs> Okay, now here's an actually interesting match. We've got Sheamus and uh, Damian Priest for the United for the US Championship for the United States Championship. Correct. Do you remember this one anymore? Other than that, no. Okay. Um, I remember this because I quite like Damian Priest. Actually, I was a fan of him in NXT. Mm-hmm. You know, Archer in for me. I quite like him. Uh, he's athlete, he's tall. He's athletic. He looks like a star. He's got all the moves. He's got all the speed. I quite like him. Uh, Sheamus has been around forever, so he's always he's always been putting on capable matches, and it and it was the same story here. Uh, they're, they're doing they're dancing around the ring, uh, doing some grappling. Uh, Sheamus is going for like the knee bar, the leg lock, but uh, Priest keeps getting out of it. There was a particular moment where uh, Sheamus had his nose broken or something like that. His nose got sort of jacked up uh, on Raw. His nose got broken, and he was going around with like one of those facial reconstruction masks on. And there was a moment where uh, it was somewhat similar to the Miz faking his ACL, well, not faking his ACL injury, going around it, going around in a wheelchair. But then one week he suddenly like stands up, like he's in Doctor Strange level or something, and he suddenly stands up and was like, "Oh, he's been faking it this whole time." And it was kind of like that as well, um, because Priest just rips off his sort of facial reconstruction mask, and Chambers looks fine, and Chambers is like, "What are you, what are, you know, what are you doing?" And then um, I can't do an Irish accent. So, <laughs> and Seamus gets really angry. He tries to go for the go for the bro kick to take out um, to take out Priest. But Damien Priest is fast. He's a fast. He's a fast guy. He's for six five, you know, and he is tall. He's tall. He's tall. He's lean. He's lank. He's got that sort of uh, lean sort of fighting frame, and I appreciate that. Uh, Priest does a dodge and does like a spinning sort of roundhouse kick or something like that. Kicks him down. And then hits the reckoning and wins, and we have a new United States Championship. United States Champion, Damian Priest. Did you enjoy this match? Did you did you have a nice time with it? 
From what I remember, yeah. But I also, to be fair, don't really remember much of the match, so I don't know. Oh, do you like do you like uh, Priest or or Sheamus? Uh, I like Sheamus. I ain't gonna lie, not seen much of Priest and what I've seen. You know, of him. I quite like. Well, I, I'm you know NXT fan over here. I, yeah, well, I really like Damien Priest. What, what, I, what I've him. seen of him, it's been him and the Miz and uh, Bad Bunny, so it's been a bit near. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> um, I can see how that would sort of put a put a bit of a taste in your mouth. But <laughs> as for a rating, this will probably get a higher. I'll give this one a seven. Uh, I was going to go six. Okay, okay. Now we have. I'll let you take on. I'll let you take this one. Okay. Uh, it's, the, it's the other tag match. Yes, the SmackDown tag team match. Yes, it's, uh, it's the Usos or the Bloodline. It's part Us. Of. The Usos. Are you down, Us? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I, yep, yeah, that's, I, I definitely fit into a, fit into Usos like a glove. Yeah, uh, yeah, you do, yeah. Versus the Mysterios, which is very Dominic. Mm. Um, I mean, oh, I, I, some team. Yes. Exactly, father and son. Uh, and the first. Right, I'm going to stop you there, Corey, for one second. Yeah. This is what I've complained about. I will complain about this every single pay per view. Right? Oh god, here we go. I used to remember when there was just two dudes on commentary, and that was all you'd get for those hours. Okay? Right. When it was, you know, Jr. and the King. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Or like Jr. and Paul Heyman, or something. Yep. But now, now we've got like six guys on commentary. We've got for Smack for the SmackDown matches, we have Michael Cole and and Pat McAfee, and for the raw and for the raw matches, we have um, Corey, uh, Corey Graves, Byron, and the new guy Jimmy Smith, who, to be fair, is doing pretty well. So, but I don't like I don't like that. I don't like how we need five guys for like a for what like a four hour show or something like that. Why don't you just have two guys? Why do you feel the need to do brand separate commentary? I don't I don't I don't get that. Why don't you just have two guys for the entire pay per view? Well, just, why don't you like right? Why don't you take one guy from from the Raw team, one guy from the SmackDown team, and put them together? I do like I don't know, uh, Jim, Jimmy Smith and Pat McAfee. That might be fun, because you know Jimmy's the straight man and Pat's the 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 the, the color the color guy who's who's dancing around and, and shouting. Or you get Michael Cole and you get Corey Graves, just like the classic the classic SmackDown team. Just do that. I don't get the need for like five five six guys on one show, brand separate. That, I know you like the brand split. I know you like the brand split, Vince, but but you don't have to do it all the time. That's just my that's just my, my issue. Anyway, continue. Yeah. So, yeah, so. it's like, again a similar thing to the last tag match in a way. I guess it's just whenever Dom's in a ring, Dom's trying to tag to Ray and that, all that sort of stuff. And Dom has been trying to help Ray past few weeks on SmackDown to win the belts and it's backfired and Ray's getting mad at Dom because he's like no you shouldn't be doing that you're costing us matches mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I, I mean it, it ends in this somewhat obvious thing of Viewsos win Viewsos aren't losing the belts anytime soon as as long mm-hmm. as Reigns has the belts essentially Viewsos are probably going to keep them <laughs> um, yes again not really much stuff in this match I remember other than I remember it being good but I can't really remember any specific spots or any specific moments. Okay, okay. Well, I think I think Ray and Dominic's frustrations is Ray's like trying to protect Dominic as his son, obviously. And Dominic's mm. like, no, Dad, I can do it. I want to prove that I'm a wrestler too, kind of thing. He's 24 years old. He's going out there. He's or 23 or something. He's going out there and he and he wants to prove to his father, the veteran, that that he can that he can fight with the best of them. And the Usos are like, Yo, Us, you aren't ready for us. 
we're gonna we're gonna take you down because we're the we're the left hand and right hand man of the of the tribal chief Roman Reigns, and they're the tag team champ. They're the SmackDown tag team champion, so they've got all the gold, as they say. And it's I think it was it was even it was pretty competitive half uh, here and there. Ray, you know, did the six one nine, did the did did the did the did the uh, did did the did the splash, did did the athletic moves, and Dominic was keeping up with him. But then I think um, the Jay or Jimmy did did the signature signature splash on on Ray, and they retained the titles, which is fair. You kind of I appreciate that about um, a good wrestling pay per view. That you obviously it's a place to change titles, but it's also a place to to, to keep them around. Have you so, got a- you got a rating After for this us? Match, which I will give a fair uh, pod on. I about to say you got a rating for us? I have, I have. We'll go 7.5. I was going to go 7. Okay. 7.5 to 7, that's not bad. Um, now, this next, this, I, I'm not even going to, this isn't a match, right? No. Um, this is a, a segment where recent, you know, got NXT call up Mr. Rick Boogs, who uh, likes to play his guitar, comes out and he plays the entrance theme of the recent, the new and recent Intercontinental Champion, uh, the King Nakamura or Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. Uh, he's been called King Nakamura because he's taken King Corbin, Baron Corbin's crown, and going around wearing it, and he's, you know, he's wearing this, you know, cape because he's a king, and he's dancing around to his theme. And they've sort of teamed up. I kind of like the team up of Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura. That's good. I enjoy it. I like how Rick Boogs says his own name. Yes. He says Rick Boogs, but with like hundred a hundred O's. Yeah. Yeah. And he places he plays his electric guitar, and the crowd's going wild. And Nakamura comes out. He makes his entrance. I thought he had a match. I was like, what? This isn't an arts on the card. But no, it was just it was just a segment to you know get Pat McA- get Pat McAfee dancing. Pretty much. He always does when Rick Boogs comes out and, play, and plays and get Shinsuke a bit of time, which is cool. I, I like Shinsuke. So. I think it was a fun segment. I think it was a nice, you know, fun um, fun sort of cool-down segment to kind of, you know, put the, put the crowd back at ease after the action. But still keep, still keep energy high. Next. Okay, do we both want to take this one? I mean... I, I, I feel a bit of a rant coming along. For me or for you? Both. <laughs> right. Well, let's take it evenly, shall we? Yeah. First of all, on SmackDown, it's it's the SmackDown Women's Championship. It's Bianca Belair. Everyone's like, oh, it's over 100 days. She's the best champion ever. Mm. And um, then Sasha Banks comes back. Okay. Yes. You know, had a dream eye, how to make it. Da, 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 da. Snoop Dogg. Um, that's and that's how that's exactly how it is, right? Um, so Sasha Banks comes out, blue hair, you know, Mandalorian, uh, Cosca Reeves. She comes out and she initially teams up with Bianca against the heels, saves her from Carmella and Selena Vega. Uh, predictably, as everyone saw it coming, saw it a mile away, she turns heel on Bianca. Yes. And you know, bank statement after bank statement, you know, locking that in, making uh, uh, Bianca, you know, sell. She's in pain and stuff. Uh, contract signing ends predictably. Um, with a pretty awesome bank statement using uh, Bianca's braid, I thought that was badass as hell. But um, and Sasha is you know trash talking all the time. She's like, "You're not as good as me, Bianca. I'm going to take that champ. I'm going to come. I'm going to come back. I'm back. I'm the boss. I'm going to take your championship from you." Right? 
the build, the build for a, for a short build, for like a couple of weeks build, was pretty solid, I'd say. Because that's how Banks works. Banks is just a solid worker, and I really like her. I do like Sasha Banks. She's, she is one of the top of the horsewomen. But speaking of horsewomen... Um... <laughs> Anyway, this had not been announced, what happened, okay? None of this we knew coming. So, there was sort of talk of Sasha not being cleared for SmackDown or something like that, or travel issue or an issue with COVID or whatever, something like that, okay? And there was rumblings of that, but we all assumed, oh, oh, she'll turn up on the day. She'll turn up on the day. It's the, it's the rematch from WrestleMania, right? WrestleMania SummerSlam, okay? Pretty decent. So, Bianca comes out first. That's the first warning sign, I thought. Because why does the why did why do they keep doing the champion always comes out first? It happened at Money in the Bank with Rhea, and I was pissed off. Because why do you have the champion come out first? It's it's their match to defend the title. Have the challenger come out first? Because it's going to be it's the second. Oh, the person that comes out last always wins. Kind of philosophy, right? It's that, that kind of philosophy, and that annoys me. But when you shouldn't do that. It should often be a misdirection. If you keep doing that, then have a misdirection once in a while. Have a, oh, um, if you keep doing that, the other person that comes out second always wins. Why don't you have someone who, like, I don't know, comes out first and then wins? How about that? Anyway, but that's never going to happen. But what does happen is Bianca comes out, spinning the braid, you know, EST, da-da-da. Uh, Koi doesn't like that, do you? Uh, it's a bit... It's not that you don't like it, you're just annoyed by it. Well, it's, yeah, I, I don't know, it just didn't do much for me. You don't do much for me, you don't do much for the EST, no, the exactly. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. No, you don't I, like that? I do not. Okay, so Bianca comes out, she's in the ring, she's like, yo, where's Sasha at? Then guy goes on, then, then, then homeboy goes on the mic and says, um, Sasha Banks is not cleared to compete for this event, and then the crowd starts booing. Yes. Um, because obviously they announced Sasha would be there. Sasha's on all the posters. Sasha does this great build with the bank statement and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, um, obviously Banks is going to be here and she's not here. So that's a shame. But then they say, oh, but the person to replace Sasha Banks will be Carmella. And then everyone starts booing more. Because we've seen Bianca Belair versus Carmella for like 5,000 times. This is the 5,000th time we're going to see it and everyone's unhappy okay everyone's unhappy because this was like a roller coaster of emotion by the way Corey mm. this was like a like a happy then sad followed by happy then sad again followed by happy and then sad again this is a roller coaster of emotion but Carmella comes out she's doing all the spinning and all the dancing and she gets up there flipping her hair and stuff and by the way, nothing against Carmella. I actually really like her. I actually think she's she's pretty good. I like her as a heel, and she had a great run as SmackDown Women's Champion, and sure she won't shut up about it, but apart from that, I think that, that she's a she's capable in ring and she has and she has that sort of very heelish chops to her, so benefit benefit to Carmella. And also she seems to really champion sort of women's issues and women's time and stuff like that. Back when back when on Raw women would only be getting like ten minutes, Carmella was sort of up in arms about it and I think she may have, you know, said something that, that made a change because we now have sort of more women's action. But anyway Carmella comes out and then just as the match is about to begin, we get the, you know, whoa and uh, the crowd the crowd explodes the roar because Becky Lynch, the man, Becky Lynch, has come back to to 
Let's come back to SummerSlam. Thoughts? What, on her coming back, or what happened after? Yeah, Becky's return, Becky's return. Come on, let's get some... I mean... Initially, initially, what did you think? I, I, I mean, it was a bit expected. Mm-hmm. It was, it was cool. It was, it was good to see her back eventually. Because everyone keeps saying, "Oh, she's back and winning the bank." Oh, she's, you know, she's at SmackDown yeah. or whatever. She's at WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. Um. And yeah, it's cool. It, it, we've not had that match before. It's something new. I'm thinking, hey, okay, well, maybe Belair can get something in, and maybe it'll help prove to Belair that hey, she's a competent. You know, she can defend her belt. She's a good wrestler because she can defend it against the man. Who we've seen before beat Ronda Rousey and Charlotte and had two belts at the same time, etc. Yeah, et Bianca, et Bianca's, Bianca's beat Bailey twice. Yes. Bianca's beat Sasha. You know, they seem to really like Bianca. She's very over by the crowd. She's she's good. She's a fire promo. She's she's athletic. I wouldn't mm. say I particularly. I wouldn't say uh, you know I support her that much, but uh, you know they, she clearly seems to be over with people and. And obviously they're pushing. Obviously they they've pushed her very hard as SmackDown Women's Champion. So yeah, so good for Bianca, right? So Becky's back in. Becky gets in here. She gets on the mic and she goes, "Bianca, if you want a match against me, let's do this for the title." You know, she she lays into Carmella, yeah. throws Carmella straight out of the ring, um, and goes, "You're not you're not going to challenge. I'm going to challenge." So Belair accepts. By the way, nobody comes out and confirms this. No, it just seems to happen. Yes. Belair just kind of nods her head, and that's it. And then, boom, um, that's it. We don't, you know, get Sonya Deville or Adam Pearce doesn't come out and say, "Okay, this is official." We don't get anything like that. So I would have done it personally, but yeah. that's a tiny thing. Um, and a tiny thing is what this match was, because twenty seconds later, uh, <laughs> Becky Lynch is walking out with a belt. Yeah, that's it. She she goes for a handshake. Uh, show a sportsmanship. Everyone's thinking, oh, it's a fake. Oh, I was prepared for a decent match between these two. Okay, yes. I was prepared for okay, okay. Becky's come back. We're gonna have a nice athletic match. Maybe, I was happy. I'd be happy if Becky goes over in this match. But I'd also be. I wouldn't be underwhelmed if Bianca goes over as well. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That was my thought. I was like, I'd be happy either way as long as we have a nice, uh, competitive, sort of semi-long, you know, t- more than ten-minute match. Okay, mm-hmm. twenty minutes perhaps. I'd like that. No, that's not what we got. 20 minutes, more like 20 seconds. Yep. I think 27 seconds, I think, was the exact accurate number. Um, 27 seconds. We can actually check, uh, because... 26 seconds, I was wrong. Even less. (laughs) Um, 26 seconds. (laughs) 26 seconds, because all Becky does is, is go for the handshake... And Bianca goes for it. Becky just punches her in the face. One, she hits the rock bottom. Yep. Uh, the manhandle slam, as they call it, and boom, one, two, three, and that's it. Yep, done. Why, why waste all that time building Bianca? Why keep going on about the one hundred days? Why parade Montez Ford out all the time? Why have Beck have have Sasha put her over at WrestleMania? Why have Bailey put her over twice? Why do that weird feud with the laughing thing? Why have... Why? Just why? Why? Because it's the man, Somebody Murray. tell me, because I don't know. <laughs> it's it's Vince. He has like four four females, two in particular, one of one we'll get to in a minute, who he likes having the yeah. belts. And everyone else 
Just fuck, just fuck up. That's everyone why. else gets one one run with a belt, maybe why? two if you're lucky, and that's it. Why? Because fuck up. <laughs> that's why. Works. That's exactly that's exactly why. Because it's just that it's the, the, but Vince's continued fetish for the horsewomen seems to continue. Pretty much as as Becky is given the belt in record time, and Belair is just. Everything that they've done to 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 put Belair over as this babyface, and and yes, yeah, sure, babyfaces do not have long reigns no. in this company. We are aware of this, okay? Babyface champions do not have long reigns, right? Um, it reminds me of that time where Sasha and Charlotte went back and forth over like seven months yeah. with the Raw belt or something like that, where Sasha would have reigns that lasted like a week or two weeks or something. Um, but but with this, they really built it like over a hundred days. They're like, oh, they're a hundred days as champion. This is gonna, you know, Bianca's the the most revolutionary female we've ever had, kind of kind of thing. Um, you know, main eventing WrestleMania night one. Okay, that's never been done before by two uh, black females for a SmackDown Women's Championship. Okay, massive moment. They're both crying. The match is really good. All of that. Is Flush down the toilet, flush down the drain, and for what? For what? To put to give to give Becky another heel run as well. This I don't know if this was her choice. I know it was her choice to come back as a heel, but this must not have been her choice. I don't think. I don't think this was her at all. This seems like another, another you know Vince con- heavy Vince concoction. I mean. It, 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 it could who knows maybe in like three months a couple of pay-per-views down the line but this will have a massive payoff and it'd be great <laughs> my only hope is we get someone like I don't know Liv Morgan or something who's an over baby face yeah or Bianca again to get it back something like that or someone or someone uh, is, is moved in the brand split and some, someone's moved in the in the whatever they call it the um where people move around to the draft. The draft. Where someone's moved in the draft and they win it. Draft. Right? Everyone also got draft. Yeah. Someone someone gets moved in the draft and they win it. That might be fun. Exactly. But yeah, Becky is, is is back again as SmackDown Women's Champion. She was the first ever SmackDown Women's Champion. This felt like some kind of <laughs> this was some kind of a redeeming thing. But it's and honestly, I'm surprised how fifty fifty this is with people. Yeah. I've talked to a lot of people who were like, oh, I didn't like Bianca from the start. Oh, I'm happy she got completely destroyed, you know. And then other people are like, no. Well, that ruins everything that they ever did to make Bianca a big thing. Mm-hmm. And it devalues all the work they've done. Instantly. I mean, to, to be fair, the, the main thing, I, I just don't like it when champions get squished. It's it's almost like the whole like uh, like Kofi Brock thing where Kofi just got beaten by Lesnar because it's Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's it. It's like it uh, like yeah. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of Bianca, and I do all other women, but I would prefer to have the belt. Saying that, she at least deserves a match. Yes, thank you, to. thank you, Corey. That is appropriate. <laughs> she deserves something. If she's going to lose, she deserves something more yes. than being than being squished, as you say. Yes. She deserves something more than, as I said, twenty-minute, fifteen-minute match between them. Competitive ends in ends in I don't know, Mano slam off the middle rope, something like that, and then then that's your match, which yeah. would have been 
which would have been acceptable, okay? Sure, sure, it's Becky winning, but it would have been acceptable. And I probably would have accepted it a little bit more than I would have, Okay, well, at least it's an athletic match, and we got to see Becky back in the ring again. Because now she's just walking out on SmackDown, saying no to everybody she turns the corner to. But, but... Okay, let's give this a rating. I mean... This will be low, this will be low. It's I can tell you. Low. Becky isn't saving face much it's for me. It's very low. Go on, then, you first... I'm almost tempted to give it like it's it's. I don't even know if it's getting higher than two. <laughs> <laughs> this might end up. Uh, um, is it deserving of nothing? Zero. Uh, yeah, but is there anything good about don't it? Don't think it's that bad. Becky's return has to factor into it somehow. I yeah, think. but to be fair, I. Yeah, but if, if I, for me, Becky came back great, but and Becky winning the belt I would prefer it if she didn't come back at all if this was the option and she came back at a right, different point yeah okay I see that maybe like a point five. <laughs> I'm going to give it a two what you said <laughs> that's fair you give it a point five. I'll give it a two <laughs> just because I think Becky's return was yeah I would have handled Becky's return much 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 differently but at least we have Becky back now and yeah. I w- I'll take that so two the match Dog shit, but yes. but the actual return of Becky and the and the pop was nice. The pop was a good thing. So two. Next we have uh, Drew McIntyre, the Scottish warrior, the Scottish warrior, right? Drew mm-hmm. McIntyre. Yeah. With versus yep. former WWE champion Jinder Mahal. Correct. Um, <laughs> got the belt. I'm never going to forget did. that. Pardon? You got the belt before McIntyre did. He did. Um, so former WWE champion Jinder Mahal, they've been doing this angle where Drew McIntyre is threatening to murder <laughs> Jinder Mahal with his sword. Right? Yes. They call it whatever the sword's name is, Angelina or whatever the I sword's name is. I can't remember what is. it is. I don't know, something like that. Um, and Drew keeps pointing at, Mac- at him with the sword. He's like, "I'm gonna get you, Drew. I'm gonna get you, Jinder Mahal." And his two and his two like mates, um, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yes. Uh, Jinder Mahal's, you know, buddies. Um, he always has to have buddies. Do you remember? He does. He does. Because um, back in the day when he was feuding against Randy or whatever for the title, yeah, he had yeah, two the, guys there as well. Yes, he had the Singh brothers who then got released. He did, yeah. Now he has and two more dudes. Now we've got two more dudes who aren't even the same people from NXT. I think one of them's different. Oh, right. How, were... Why do we have this sort of revolving door of people who are like part of Jinder Mahal's entourage? I don't. I don't know, and obviously before that, they had the three man band, which obviously Jinder was the forefront of that, obviously. Yeah. And then he went around with like Heath Slater and stuff, didn't he? Yeah. Sorry, Heath also been the only one from the three man band who has not won a belt, not won the main championship. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> um, this was this was right. This was decidedly short. Okay, as well. I mean, um, it was what like four minutes something. Yeah, something like that. Um, not very long as well. Um, but the problem is. Well, not the problem. Um, the issue was for Jinder that um, his little his buddies, his his his, his best buds, his, his men were barred from ringside, so they couldn't interfere. Yes, they the could match. not be there. Um, McIntyre was was uh, putting up some good offense against Jinder. Jinder got a little bit in, but then McIntyre hit him with a DDT and did the you know and he goes one, two, three, and then he runs out and bang, Claymore kick to the head, boom, one, two, three. Yes, nice, done, pretty good, and. I don't even think that's the end of the feud. 
No, it's not. Because they interfered with they interfered with the Money in the Bank match. They cost through the Money in the Bank match on Raw every week. We get a match where Jinder either takes on the two dudes or takes on one of the dudes and and destroys yeah. him, right? Um, and then and then afterwards, the the two men came out. The two dudes came out, right? Um, to try and drag Jinder out the ring. Drew gets his sword. And he, he runs at them. He swings. He misses. Um, I was like, what if they, they, he's prepared to kill these people, right? Yeah, pretty much. If this doesn't end in like a Game of Thrones style beheading, I'm gonna be, <laughs> I'm gonna be, um, I'm gonna be disappointed. Drew McIntyre swinging his swinging his sword, cutting him down. I want to see that, or like a sword fight or something, a sword match, sword on a yeah. pole match, you know, <laughs> sword on a pole match, sword in a steel cage match, something like that, Punjabi prison match, something that just offers a distinctive end. Because these guys, they're still doing it. I think on the last row, I think they're still at it. Um, actually, no. I think I think Drew is like against Damian Priest now, or against Sheamus now, or something. I don't know. Um, I think he's going after the US title. Fair enough. But um, yeah, they, he takes out he takes out Jinder in quick fashion, mercifully, and we get to move on to um, one of the better matches. Let's give this one a rating. I like Drew. I'm a fan of Drew. I really like what they've done with him, um, especially over 2020. Yep. Uh, 7.5. Uh, I want to go 6.5. Okay. And now we have a triple threat for the Raw Women's Championship. Do you want me to take this and you can just step in? That's fine. Like? We have Nikki A.S.H. Or Nikki A.S.H. as the commentary says. Why don't you just say Nikki Ash? The name makes sense. It's not an, it's not an initialism. It's an acronym. Just say Ash. She even says that. When she first debuted the, you know, the superhero Hurricane Helms female kind of gimmick, right? She said, oh, I'm Nikki A.S.H. or Nikki Ash. And no one ever says Nikki Ash. People just say Nikki A.S.H. Like it's like she's the FBI. Do you, do you, any thoughts on, you know, the sort of superhero gimmick? Vince obviously loves it. I mean, it's okay. Obviously not by the end of this match. But... <laughs> It's all right. It was me. It's her idea, so I guess that's something. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, I honestly, I I enjoyed. I I still like Nikki Cross from Sanity, but I guess I can dream on. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we have Nikki Ash, who was the Raw Women's Champion, thanks to Money in the Bank. Uh, she's had it for about a month, and she's in a triple threat match against Charlotte Flair and my girl Rhea Ripley. Right, I I. As we know, as regular listeners to the wrestling content will know, I freaking adore Rhea Ripley. I think she's absolutely an absolute megastar. She she looks like one. She acts like one. She has the allure. She has the magnetism. She has that sort of enigmatic feeling about her. She she's charismatic as hell. She looks buff as hell. She looks like an absolute beast out there, and she just carries herself like an absolute star. And I'm I love it. I'm absolutely obsessed. Anyway, we have. Um, now, first off, the first ten minutes of this match were all entrances, which I'm okay, which I'm okay with. But it was like, it was like, do we really have to see everybody come out? But okay, Nikki Ash also came out first, which I was annoyed with. Why have the champion come out first? It's obviously she's gonna she, she's gonna lose it. Yeah. But anyway, Nikki comes out first. I'm annoyed, and then immediately my annoyance is dissipated by the arrival of Rhea Ripley, and I'm like, oh, you beauty. She comes out in this sort of gear and it's covered in like red red and black stripes and, and buckles and chains and stuff. And I'm like, oh, you badass. And she does the awesome stomp onto the ramp and the music's going and she's slapping the crowd's hands and it's 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 pretty cool. Um, 
she does that thing where she sort of jumps on on the apron and and sticks her leg out and does that thing where she puts her hands up. And it's awesome. Oh my god, she's such a, she's so freaking badass. I love her. Um, uh, Nikki's just kind of sitting, uh, just standing in the ring watching, and I'm like, that's be up me. I'm like, it just didn't just absorb the aura of the nightmare Rhea Ripley. Anyway, um, and then Charlotte comes out, and she is dressed in this sort of this sort of purple. We haven't mentioned the gear pretty much, but today, the, uh, today in this video, but um, in this podcast rather, but the the people were really stepping up with the gear. I really liked Damian Priest's gear tonight. He was wearing this sort of US kind of thing with the flag on it and I thought that was a little tease to him becoming US champion and Alexa Bliss looked really good she had this sort of black and blue strap type deal going on uh, we're, we're not paying much attention to the gears here but I feel like we should in a way true Bianca always makes her own stuff yeah, yeah. Bianca makes her own stuff I know Rhea makes her own ring sort of jackets vests that she wears she makes them um so yeah, um, Rhea gets out and into the ring, and then it's Charlotte Flair. She's wearing, um, I think it was sort of Thanos-inspired gear. Is that it? She had like the Infinity Stone sort of on her. It uh, could be. I didn't notice if it was. Oh, and also Corey Graves was like saying Thanos every every Thanos catchphrase ever. Um, <laughs> but as we, but Charlotte gets in the ring, and then the match itself, probably one of the better ones of the night. Right, these these last. Few are very uh, are quite good, okay. Bar bar a couple, right? Um, so this one is probably one of the better ones, I'd say. It's definitely the better women's match on the card, the best women's match on the card. Well, right? Yeah, but and that's also not hard to beat, really. No, no, but these <laughs> we have very good workers. All three of these women are very good workers. We put Rhea at the top. When, remember when we used to do the tier lists? We put Rhea at the very top of. Oh, she was champion at that point. But we put Rhea <laughs> at the very top of the Raw Women's. Um, yeah. Mostly because of me, but she went at the very top. She is the very top, and I think she still is um, to me. Uh, yeah, it's. it's um, Charlotte is disregarding Nikki all the time, pushing her around, slapping her around. And Rhea, and it's basically Rhea versus Charlotte with a bit of Nikki mixed in there, effectively. Because um, Rhea and Charlotte are so distracted going after each other, you know, slapping each other, punching each other in the face, trying to slam each other around, mm. hitting a suplex. Rhea hits sort of that double suplex on both of them. That looks awesome. Charlotte does that corkscrew off the off the side of the ring, and and Nikki hits the crossbody on 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 the outside, and Charlotte does a, counters that sort of double suplex from. Rhea and Nikki into the double DDT, and Rhea sells it like she's been shot in the head, and it's beautiful. The way she head sort of hits the match, she sort of does that big flip up, and her legs go in separate directions. That looks so cool. But um, Charlotte does the moonsault off the top rope and takes them down the outside. Nikki goes hard against the barricade, if you saw that. That would look nasty, to be honest. Um, then uh, Charlotte gets the figure four or the figure eight on, on Rhea, but Nikki does the, uh, the splash, the crossbody again onto onto uh, Charlotte's chest, breaking it up. I thought that'd be a pin there, and I thought Nikki'd retain, but unfortunately that didn't happen. Um, Sh um, Charlotte moves out of the way of Nikki's second splash and throws Rhea out of the ring. Um, I sort of saw Rhea's hand in my periphery, and I thought she'd do that thing that she did. Do you remember Survivor Series 2019? Yep. Do you, uh, no, so I wasn't Survivor Series 2019. It was one of the Smackdowns before then, and it was a triple threat between Sasha... 
you know, Charlotte and Rhea. And what Rhea did was, she sort of went, Sasha had Charlotte, sorry, Charlotte had Sasha in the figure eight. And Rhea went underneath and did like, underneath the sort of bridge and did like a sort of um, back down crucifix pin almost. Yeah, yeah. And she got the one, two, three. And I thought she'd do this same here and i was like oh my god she's gonna get it back because i saw her hand in my periphery on the apron i was like oh she's gonna do that but no she didn't nope. um she was just kind of trying to get back in the ring and by then it was too late and uh nikki uh, had to submit to the figure eight um and obviously charlotte won and then i threw up in my mouth <laughs> i mean it's... she didn't even look phased is no. what got to me the most she looked like she did not care it's it's it's, it's charlotte more it's the other one who Vince likes. Yeah, obviously. Um, she looked like she didn't give a flying fuck. Also, uh, I believe she was also the first Raw Women's Champion. <laughs> so She was the first Raw Women's Champion. So, there's that as well. And she keeps saying, oh, I'm undefeated at SummerSlam. That's what she keeps going on with, right? Mm. She keeps she always wins SummerSlam matches that she's in. So, you know, don't feud with Charlotte on the run-up to SummerSlam is effectively yeah. the, man- the mantra here. Um... So, so we have um, Charlotte again as your as your fourteenth, fifteenth, eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, yeah, tenth. The numbers keep changing. Yeah, in fact, me, me and my brother looked this up afterwards. Literally, Charlotte Flair is champion every like every other time someone else is so they'd be like charlotte someone else charlotte someone else charlotte someone else sometimes there's two people in between charlotte was the transitional champion from charlotte to charlotte yes do you realize that yep nikki had the belt for a month and then charlotte just won it back Mm -hmm. i want can we can we please can we can we somehow move Charlotte to somewhere else so that the women on Raw get a chance at something, please? Charlotte and Becky are both keeping that belts for ages. I don't want to. I don't want to see Survivor Series. Charlotte versus Becky again. That's literally why I think. That's why I that think happens. they're going to be keeping a belt because I think they're going to have want that match at Survivor Series. I don't want that match at Survivor Series. They keep WWE keep saying we want to make new people, we want to push new people, we want to create new stars. No, you don't. You well, going back to Becky and Charlotte for God's sake. Well, well no, they they did create new stars. They they just then got rid of them afterwards. Yeah, the, the, then what's the <laughs> point? Then what's the point? Because they'll they'll get rid of them and then they'll bring in new people for like a year. Then I get rid of them. A couple of months. Oh, thank you very much. They have they have liquid gold, right? In Rhea Ripley, they have liquid gold in her. She is charismatic. She is powerful. She is athletic. She has the facial expression. She has the ex- she just has the, the the expressionism in the ring. She has the body language. She has the strength. She has everything, right? She's got an over gimmick. She looks badass as hell. Why is why isn't she pushed as champion, right? She gets. A couple of months from WrestleMania, she gets effectively up to money in the bank, and she's just thrown to janky feud with Charlotte, where they're both great wrestlers. Why don't you just let them wrestle? Why don't she's Rhea has never got a singles win against Charlotte, and that 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 frustrates me to no end. She's never got a singles win against Charlotte. She only got that one triple threat win that I just mentioned, and that's and that's it. Yeah, we know Charlotte's record in triple threats isn't great. Um, because she lost to Rhea again at the sort of backlash pay per view against Oscar, but also where's Oscar? That's a question. 
getting her teeth done, getting her arm done, something like that. Yeah, um, true. But anyway, Rhea has never got a singles win against Charlotte. And like, will it ever happen? Probably not. I'm, 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 I'm frustrated. Every this was Rhea's time to win it back. And everyone was like, okay, we, we, pretty much, it's, it'll, it'll be Nikki. Everyone's like, oh, it's not going to be Charlotte. It's not going to be Charlotte. It's not going to be Charlotte. And what does Charlotte do? She just wins it again. Wins it, especially in that way. Yep. If you've done it from the corks, or if you've done it from the, the natural selection or whatever, maybe sure. But but to make this superhero submit, it was always like, oh, you've always got to believe in yourself and you've got to never say die, never give up kind of thing. Well, that she gave up. Yeah. Way to, way to, way to take this new gimmick, Vince. Way to, way to take this new gimmick. Way to take these legitimate stars that you have. This mega star in the making in Rhea Ripley. And absolutely throw it out, throw it out the window. Throw it out the door. Again. Pfft, right. I'm, let's, give, let's give this a rating before I blow a gasket here. Um, yeah. This will be high for me. Because I quite... Apart from the finish, I quite enjoyed the match itself. Um... I thought it was quite competitive, quite athletic, quite uh, showed the showed the flexibility and the talent and the ingenuity of all women involved. So I will give it a uh, a nine. I was going to go seven. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Well, well, you're fans of the people in this match, aren't you? You like Nikki and Rhea and Charlotte. Um, yeah, I, I just again, it's like the match was good, but you've met Charlotte. I have. You've met Charlotte. I'm sitting here with a, wearing a T-shirt with Rhea's face on it. <laughs> so, so I think we're both we're both fans of prospective women in this match. So let's um, let's move let's move on from that. I, I I think I gave it a nine for the for the match itself. The 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 actual finish I could I could I couldn't care less about. But I'm I'm just depressed by the finish. To be very honest with you. Mm. Um, also, just to say. They have they have no idea about Charlotte either. I'm pretty confident in that. She what? How many belts has she won? She won the tag. She won NXT twice. They don't seem to acknowledge that. Is that because Vince hates tag team wrestling and NXT? Pretty much. And they keep saying 14, 11. I swear I heard eleven a couple of days ago from someone yeah. official, and, and then they then someone else said fourteen and then fifteen. I don't know. Oh, I think Wikipedia even gets it wrong here. But right anyway, the next match, thank goodness, um, managed to be pretty much something that everybody everybody enjoyed. It was Edge and Seth Rollins. I'll let you take this one. Do you do you, do you remember? Well, you I know you like both these guys. Do you... I I do remember this match. Um, okay, go on then. Take it away. This this is my match of the night. Oh well, right, awesome. So settling this one, this is getting the highest rating from me. Great, great. Um, I will say this before we start. You mentioned ring gear. By far, Edge has my favourite ring gear of the whole night. Okay. Mainly inspired by his entrance, which is the Brood, which I was yeah. a big fan of. Yes, I. Mm. Um, I like it when people bring back old stuff. I quite enjoyed it. Um, but I mean, right? It's 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 Seth and Edge, or Mini Edge, as people keep calling it Seth, because they look similar. And it was just it was just fun. I mean, like Edge has come back. Doing his stuff, he can still go. Seth Rollins is fantastic. He can do his stuff. We'll hear if I can arrow all that sort of stuff. Um, and curb stomps, which I quite like. I kind of wish it a bit more to curb stomp, considering it's Edge's head and his neck. But other than that, it was good. It's just good technical kind of like 
Edge is being more aggressive. Seth is being a bit more, um, well, to be fair, also aggressive. They're just going at each other. One of them's going to win. And one of them's going to make sure, they're both going to do whatever they can to win this match. Not one of them's going to back down. And I thoroughly enjoyed the constant back and forth in this match. And we're constant just going at each other. And <laughs> fair play to Seth for trying, at least. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, obviously, um, we have um, the brood. We have Brood Edge yes. back, which everyone was sort of. I think everyone's been sort of waiting for. Um, it was initially coming back when um, Seth, I think, was on the SmackDown before on SmackDown before SummerSlam. Yes, and he's wearing a pristine white suit. His whole thing. He's the Drip King or whatever. Yep. He's the suit man, right? And he's been wearing this suit. And he comes out in the white suit and he's like, "You aren't brave enough to challenge me, Edge. You've not got the 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 you've not got the the, the furious spirit that I have. You've not got the, the darkness that I have, right?" And then the brood music hits, and I was like, "Oh!" And then suddenly, uh, uh, Seth Rollins is drenched in black blood on the floor. Yes. And I was like, "Oh, the the the, the brood's back!" And Edge really brings it out. He comes back with the brood music on. He looks like um. Whatever his vampire name was, <laughs> do you remember that? I um, I don't remember what it was. Unfortunately, yeah, well, we get, we get, well, we get that back effectively. Yeah, unfortunately as well. Uh, no Christian, obviously he's an AW, and uh, no yeah, Gambrell either. Um, he hits, um, and also it's 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 big move after big move with these guys. Which it is. We'll get in the main event as well, but it's big move after big move. It's um, Seth Rollins is going for curb stop after curb stop, obviously on on Edge's injured neck. Yeah. Um, trying to trying to take him out, take him out for good. Um, Edge gets like a big swinging net breaker. Uh, he goes to the top rope, uh, goes hit big superplex, Falcon Arrow. Edge sort of pays tribute to his wife Beth Phoenix with the glam slam. Yeah. That looked fantastic. Uh, Rollins goes for a, a curb stop on the apron, obviously hard. Hardest part of the ring, but Edge uh, counters, goes for a spear. So Edge's spear, boom, takes him down. Uh, Rollins, he counters another spear, I think, gets him into a pedigree, which looked a slightly bit sloppy, but we yeah. can forgive him for that. Um, uh, Edge dodges a corkscrew moonsault and hits a third spear, kapow, takes him down. Um, and then he counters the stomp, goes for the edu- goes for the educator in his crossface, which I thought was cool. I hadn't seen the educator in a long time, right? It's been a while. Yeah, I haven't seen the educator, oh, but he, but he but he didn't get he didn't get it, and then he sort of switched to like a switch like a sort of interesting sort of choke submission and managed to managed to get the submission there. So yeah, pre- match of the night for many, including you, obviously. Mm. Um, we'll get to. I think my match of the night is is sort of uh, uh, coming up. I think still, but I did <laughs> enjoy that last women's triple threat. Um, so. What would you rate Edge versus Seth Rollins here? It was again no stipulation, no fancy, just two, just two cool dudes, two cool dudes, two over guys, just beating each other up. I would say it's either a nine or it's a nine point five. It's high. Nine point five. Why not? I'm gonna go eight point five. Okay. Because I did. Because. Sure, I like Edge. I like Seth Rollins. I'm not. I'm not crazy about them, uh, but I. But I do like them very much. I think they're both great workers, both great talkers. Been around for long enough, 
and uh, and I think they're both stars in their own right. So and this was a very good, um, very technical match, and I think it mm. ran for it. It was it's about twenty minutes as well. So one of the longer ones. One of the longer ones. I felt like the crowd really enjoyed it as well. I could really tell the the energy was high for these guys. Uh, the next um, segment we could honestly skip, but it's just John Morrison and the Miz coming out. They've got their their water guns or whatever, um, the drip sticks as they call it. Um, that sounds like a bit of a euphemism. But then out comes Xavier Woods of the New Day, and and uses his own sort of drip stick to 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 wet them instead. And this is funny for some reason. Yeah, this, this was... seems like something that Vince would find funny. Yeah, this wasn't great. You know how the Miz has something that makes people wet, but then he gets wet with his own thing. Hilarity ensues. Mm. So <laughs> hilarity doesn't ensue. I was not laughing. I was like, I, 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 I've, I've watched. <laughs> I've seen enough. Is effectively what I thought. Yeah, I've seen enough at this point. Thankfully, next we got we got we got the Hoss fight of the day. We got the Hoss fight of the evening. It is um, it's the penultimate match. It is Big Man Bobby Lashley, Bobby Ashley, uh, coming out for the WWE Championship against Bill against Bill Goldberg. Yes. Now this feud had been built up pretty decently, I think, with the inclusion of inclusion of Goldberg's son. Bobby Lashley's out there. He's like, I'm going to destroy your career, Goldberg. I'm going to end you at SummerSlam. And Goldberg's like, oh, I'm going to keep spearing you in the chest, Bobby Lashley. That was effectively his only response, which which I appreciate, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. And MVP is doing his best work. God, do I love him. I'm a, we're fans of MVP here, aren't we? We are. Um, we are. We're fans of him. He's in his decked out three-piece suit. He's got his mob boss, Kane. He's coming out like a pimp. It's like, oh, I love it, MVP. Also, he's he's he's. I feel like he's Heyman level on the mic. He just he's putting every he's putting Bobby over as this monster, and he's like the almighty WWE champion, Bobby Lashley, could defeat anybody in the locker room. You know, he's 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 really giving it out, and and I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to mention something after this match that I thought found quite funny on the Raw after this, but um. We'll get to that in a bit. So it is it is the big man, the almighty, Bobby Lashley, against uh, Goldberg. Now, what did you think of this match? Uh, I didn't like this match at all. Oh! Well, I think we might differ here slightly. Yeah. Um, well, no, let's, let's, right, let's get this one thing straight. We both like Bobby Lashley. Yes. So what was your problem? It was pointless. Ex- explain. Well, they come out, and I'm I'm fine with Goldberg coming back. I like Goldberg coming back. Cool. Mm. And I think everyone expected this to be a short match anyway. It's Goldberg. It's always short matches. Sure, yes. fine by me. Unless your name's William Regal. Yes. Um. And so I was like, okay, cool. And then like, so they're, they're having a fight. We're scrapping at it. We're going at it, right? And then all it's of a big, sudden, it's big meaty men slapping me. You yes. love that. And all of a sudden. Oh, 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 what's that? Oh, ref's not looking. I'm MVP. Whack! Right in the knee. Boom. Yeah. Goldberg now is hobbling. Uh, and here comes Lashley. You're going to target the knee. You're going to hit him into the ring post. going to hit him into stairs. And then just the match gets called off because Goldberg hurt his knee. Yeah. And that's it. Which obviously is leading into other stuff and Crown Jewel's coming up and having a match again and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Which is fine. But I don't know. I, just, I wanted something. I wanted... Oh yeah, I wanted it's, it's like short. It's it's short. Bat, it's about Battle of the Spears. The both of you Spears. Yeah. Battle of the Spears. Was... It's Crown Jewel. About seven minutes long. Yes. Right? 
it's about seven minutes long, and it is effectively that. It is. Uh, they have a bit of a. They're having a bit of scrap. They're they're trading strikes. Um, Goldberg gets a spear on Lashley. Lashley's rocked. Lashley's like, oh, he's he's down on the floor and he's getting back up, but he's ready to fight. But Goldberg looks like he's in a better position. And then uh, um, Lashley gets out of the ring and Goldberg's like, where are you going? I'm coming after you. And MVP uses his cane again, as you said. Whap hits him hits him in the knee with a cane, and um, then Goldberg's down. Uh, Goldberg's got a hurt knee, so Lashley targets it. Um, chop blocks. Uh, spear him, run him into the ring post, run him into the stairs, and then the ref declares Goldberg, Bill Goldberg unable to continue. So Robert Lashley has um, retained the title, he's holding it up, and then what do we get? We get a, a, a young boy, a little boy, um, <laughs> little Gage, Goldberg Gage, comes out. Also, I like his, his name's Gage Goldberg, but that's yeah. that's a superhero name if I've heard one. Um, Gage Goldberg comes out, jump jumps on uh, Lashley's back, trying to take him down, Obviously, you can't think that a man like a man like Bobby Lashley's built like a brick shouse. Um, you know, he's he's built like an absolute chunk of chunk of meat. He's a fridge of a man, right? So Bobby just turns him around, boom, gets him in the full full Nelson, the Lashley lock, the hurt lock, or whatever, and 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 takes him down, knocks him out, puts him down. Yeah. And then Goldberg's like, "Oh, my son, I'll destroy you, Bobby Lashley." And then Bobby just gets away. Pretty much. And. The next night on Raw, MVP explained... To be honest, kayfabe reason, right? Kayfabe reason. Yep. Bobby did not know who was coming at him from behind. It could have been no. anyone. No, this is the thing. Bobby Lashley, perfectly fine. Bobby Lashley's in the clear, I think. Here. Yes. Bobby Lashley didn't know who was coming at him from behind. Bobby Lashley was just acting on instinct, right? Kayfabe, obviously. He, he he didn't know who was coming at him from behind. MVP says this. MVP said on the Raw next night, which I thought was honestly quite hilarious. He goes, uh, Bobby Lashley did not know who was attacking him from behind. It could have been anybody. And then he points into the crowd. He goes, it could have been you. It could have been you. He, he would have done it to you. He would have done it to you. He's like pointing to people, right? And he goes, he, wanted, he would have done it to you. He would, have, he would have done it to your narrow ass. He would have done it to you too, fat boy. He would have done it to you as well. <laughs> and I was in tears. I was like, oh, that's hilarious. But yeah, he would have. Because he's yeah. Bobby Lashley. People don't attack Bobby Lashley from behind. That's that's something they just don't do. Exactly. So, I feel like Bobby's in the clear here. And obviously, Goldberg's, Goldberg cut a promo on, on Raw, uh, I think last week, and said, I'm not going after the championship anymore. I'm going after Bobby Lashley's soul in Saudi Arabia. Yes. And then he got in the... <laughs> and do you think... is that Has that been confirmed to happen? I know they're doing Crown Jewel again. But... Yeah. Is, but yeah, I think it has. Oh, right. Fair enough. I mean, I'm not going to watch it, but... Well, this is where everyone's saying Big E's going to win the belt. Oh, really? They're saying that Goldberg's just going to essentially beat the crap out of Bobby because he's not going to go for the belt. He's going to beat the hell out of him, get disqualified, yeah. beat him down, and then Big E's just going to come out and cash in. Oh, really? In, in Money in the... Uh, no, sorry, not Money in the Bank. In, Saudi Arabia. In Crown Jewel, Saudi Arabia, you change titles. Uh, I mean, or or, or or he does it, and like Bobby Lashley's on Raw the next week, really hurt, and Biggie does it then. Yeah, all that. Fair enough. Unless they're not stuck there. Um, yes. However, now it's now it's time for your main event. Okay, we have uh, the tri- the tribal ch- chief Roman Reigns, um, the big man, the big dog, um, the head of the table. Roman Reigns 
is coming with a Universal Cha Heavyweight Championship against 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 uh, do 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 John Cena. Correct. You can't see me. My time is now. It's the franchise, and I'm shining now. Your time is up. My time is now. That's the that's the song. Do you know that? I I'm very aware of that. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm doing the hand motion. You can't see it, but I'm doing it. No, no, I can't. I can't. I can't see it, Murray. You, you, are you can't see me exactly. You can't see me when I'm doing this. I can't. You can't see me. You can't see me because I'm John Cena. You can't see me. You see. Where is he? There was. No... Why was Roman Reigns fighting nobody in that match? Why was he taking down nobody? You know. <laughs> Imagine if I'd done that. Imagine if we didn't talk about this at all because Roman Reigns just fought an invisible man. No one. It's fine. Nobody. Because you obviously you can't see John Cena. But, but uh, yes, it is the head of the table, Roman Reigns, uh, against uh, the superstar, the megastar, John Cena. Um, and apparently it says here that there was a stipulation that, that if Reigns lost, he'd leave. Oh. The company forever. I'm not aware of that. Oh, either that or either that or, or this Wikipedia article is lying to I me. I don't think that's correct. I could be wrong. Because no. obviously, obviously, we have notes, but we also like to refresh our memory. We have a look at, at you know articles about this, and, and yeah. I don't think I think Reigns may have said that at some point Possibly. to like an interviewer or something, and not really meant it. But I don't. I don't. I don't it doesn't say so. Mm. Um, it doesn't say so, or maybe commentary said it, and it just kind of went over my head. Possibly. Um. Oh no, it says so here. It says so on the match card. Had Reigns lost, he would have left WWE. Well, he well obviously he didn't lose, but but mm. that's an odd stipulation to have on the on the on the main event of the main event of the pay per view. But four hours later, we are here. Um, we have Roman Reigns coming out. He's got he's um, wearing this golden gear, and he's got he's got his championship belt, and there's Paul Heyman. And his side is special counsel or whatever, and his lawyer, and and Cena's whole thing was that he only needs three seconds to take down Roman Reigns. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. Cena goes, um, Cena goes, you're not as over as you think you are, Roman Reigns. You've taken out all these people, but now you're against me, John Cena, and I'm going to take you down instead. He says, all I need is the one, two, three to end the 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 the. The majesty and the the power of Roman Reigns. I just need about three seconds to, to to end you, and then I get your belt, right? Yeah. And obviously, this would have made John Cena seventeen-time champion. So it would have it would have uh, broken Rick's Rick's record, which I think Charlotte is after now. But um, <laughs> now we have now we have John Cena trying his luck, and this was a long, grueling match. It was a it was a get your shit in. It was a finisher every five seconds. Right. Yep. It was a it was a kick out fest, and the cr the crowd honestly could have been more excited. I thought they seemed a bit rabbit parts, but but some of it was some of it got them some of it got them up. Um, but the ending definitely did. But what we had here was Cena is throwing everything he's got at Reigns. Right, he's 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 trying to hit him with a roll up, trying to get him with the crucifix pin, the cradle pin, trying to get that one, two, three, right? But Reigns keeps kicking out, and that sets the tone immediately, um, because he goes for like an AA, uh, he goes for the uh, the attitude adjustment multiple times, 
um, Reigns keeps getting in with like DDTs and uh, trying to trying to use his sort of guillotine choke and his spear, but Cena's countering it. And what what did you think? What did you, what did you think of the back and forth? It was very back and forth. I didn't mind it because I feel like people, especially if 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 Roman if it was the case and Roman did lose, then he was leaving. I feel like people probably expected Roman to win. You're not going to have yes, Cena win. Yes, yes. Well, it's, well, it's not. It's the thing where Roman is so is so you know he's been a year I think as yeah. Universal Champion. It's been a year since like day. two days as of recording. Yes. Yes, um, it's been a year uh, of Roman Reigns as Universal Champion, and he's he's doing his best work in his entire career. I think. Yeah, he is. The Tribal Chief is so over. This is so what a what a gimmick. You know. What a thing to go around and say, you know, Roman Reigns, Tribal Chief, one of the best, probably the the best heel in the industry right now, I'd say. Oh, definitely. Um, he's got the heat, he's got the power, he's got the look. Uh, he looks intense, he's like trash talking all the time. He's like, you ain't going to beat me, John. You ain't going to take me down. I'm the head of the table, the Tribal Chief. You know, he's, he's, um, take, he's like, I'm doing this for the bloodline. And the whole thing before this was that the Usos weren't allowed uh, uh, Roman Reigns or Paul Heyman had said to the Usos, "Oh, you can't be here in this match. It has to be Roman v John." Okay, and we get we know why at the end, but um, it's 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 an absolute it's an absolute shit fest, right? And I mean that in the nicest way. I mean that in the best way possible because everybody is throwing their shit at each other. Um, Cena's going for his you know STF move, but Reigns gets to the rope in time. Uh, Cena uh, is going through his attitude adjustment everywhere he can. Um, you know, middle of the ring, side of the ring, outside the ring, through the announce table. Uh, Michael Cole's losing his voice by screaming so much, and he's going for that five. He goes for the five knuckle shuffle, hits it on him, and gets the pin. But then it's a one, two, and a two point nine. Then a kick out. A lot of that. A lot of that happens. Um, there's Reigns is like goes for a spear, but he misses it. He goes into the ring post. And then Cena gets him up on the top rope. He goes for the across the ring, a, a, a top rope attitude adjustment. Bang! And then one, two, two point nine, kick out again. And I think that's the moment that sort of set the crowd off. I think that's not where everybody. I mean, it was. Off. It get right. There's two two factors for this that I had. I was like, okay, right, Cena kicking out, right. Cena kicking out, cool. It shows that Cena, yeah, okay, he's old, but he's, he's, he's resilient, right? He's resilient. He's going to try and power through. Cool. Never give up, all that sort of stuff. And then Roman kicking out and Cena nearly winning. Great, because it's like Cena could have a chance. Especially if it's like 2.9, Roman kicks out. So John Cena's going to go up, go up on a turnbuckle and do it again. Yeah. That's where my one issue comes in, which is once he hit the, the AA on the turnbuckle and Roman kicked out, I'm like, well, that's it. Cena can't win because Cena can't now just hit a normal AA and get a pinfall. There's nothing Cena can do so now. At that point, I was like, right, Roman's won. There's a ma- there's, there's match-ending stuff. There's match-ending stuff, right? And at that point, Roman had one. Yeah, that was the match-ender and it, 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 didn't, it didn't do it for John, but um, for big match John, mm. right? Uh, you can't see me, John Cena. Um, so he goes for so he goes for um, the, the, the 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 top rope super AA hits it bang, but a one two two point nine kick out. Then then Reigns turns it around. Um, uh, Cena does the a, a woo thing where he shouts and he yes. goes for his own spear on Roman, 
but then Roman uh, takes him down with a Superman punch. One, two Superman punches to the dome. And then Roman does the a woo thing where he shouts. And I can't do it. I can't do a convincing impression. Um, but, you know, he goes to like the ah that he shouts. And he runs it, runs it. Uh, Cena, bang, cuts him in half. Boom, with the spear. And one, two, three. And he re he's retained your Universal Championship. And Roman Reigns stands stands up. And he gets the title off Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman gets in the ring. Cena's just dead. And and Roman's, you know, probably about to say, you know, acknowledge me or something like that. Yeah. Um, he's holding the title up. He looks really cool. Everyone's like, okay. I'm like, right, fade out, fade out, fade out. No. And then the music hits. And then everyone pops. And then out comes... The 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 beast Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's back. Yes. He looks like a butcher. He looks like a murderer. He looks like he's got a beard. He's got a pony. It looks like three Brock Lesnar's in one. Right. He looks <laughs> massive now. Maybe I've just not seen Brock Lesnar for a while, but he looks like an absolute animal, like a Superman. Like what is that coming out? Right. He's wearing his jeans that look like they're about to explode off his body. And his, you know, his, his, his shirt and his, his shoes, and he's got a, a he's got a logs he's got a woodsman beard. It looks like he's been it looks like he's been out wrestling bears for the last year and a half, right? Or when the last time we ever saw Brock, I think it was WrestleMania 2020, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. When Drew beat him, so I think, yeah, I think it's been um, about a, about a year or a year and a half since we've seen Brock, and he. He comes back, uh, yes, since WrestleMania 36, and to confront Roman Reigns, and everyone, everyone's everyone's cheering, the crowd's cheering. Um, Brock heads down to the ring, gets in the ring, the crowd's still cheering, and it massive pop, monster pop for the monster for the beast, Brock Lesnar. Um, and obviously, I I, I I like Lesnar, I'm a fan. Um, Lesnar gets dives in the ring, and he's like, "I'm gonna take you on, Roman Reigns, come on." And Reigns is like, oh, not today, folks. So he gets out of the ring, heads off. And then and then Lesnar proceeds to murder John Cena after the camera's cut, right? He just... Um, it's reminiscent of, I think, SummerSlam 2014 or 2015, something like that, where Brock did the same thing. Yeah. Um, he takes Cena to Suplex City, takes him there, gives him a nice holiday, gives him a trip, free trip to Suplex City. Then he does the the biggest F5 I've seen in my life. Why didn't they show that on the cameras, you know? It's because Brock's supposed to be a face going into this, kind of. So I yeah. think I think literally he hit Cena with moves just to give the crowd something to watch. Because he's just Yeah, come just back. to give the crowd like just to give the crowd, you know, not 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 a couple minutes of Brock Lesnar yes. staring at Roman Reigns. Obviously they cut it so Brock still looks like a face to camera. Yeah. But Brock just massacre, just brutalizes, massacres John Cena when the camera's cut, just to give the crowd a bit of a pop, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also Cena's selling like a champ. He said like every, obviously a suplex from Brock Lesnar would hurt, right? So takes him down to Suplex City, boom one two three, uh, three suplexes. Then he hits the massive F five that I've seen in my life. Cena like goes flying up before that F five drop, right? Brock just hoists him up, bang, onto the onto the canvas. And then Brock does the thing where he just like where he pumps his chest and stuff. And he does the and he does the shout to the crowd and they all cheer. And there you go, that's that's SummerSlam twenty twenty one. 
Uh, what do you want to rate that main event? I I would give it a, a, about an eight. An eight. I'm going to give it a nine point five. Okay. I'm going to give it a nine point five. I feel like it. That was that was the that was the send them home happy match. That was the like Roman retains, but wow, Brock's back. The landscape's changed, kind of thing. Yeah. That was the moment. Obviously, who's where's poor Heyman's loyalty going to lie now? Where's uh, when's Brock going to return? That's the thing. What's what's the match going to be? When's the match going to be? Obviously, because it's not going to be at you know Extreme Rules. <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. It'll be a. Um, uh, I don't know, Elimination Chamber, Survivor Series. I went over the Elimination Chamber. And we don't have an Elimination Chamber yet, have we? No, it won't be Survivor Series if Reigns is champion because Reigns will be facing, well, currently Lashley. But Right, okay, okay. <laughs> Who knows? Unless, yeah, unless it's got to be at one of the big four, right? Unless unless Brock beats Roman and then Lashley's still champion and then you get the Brock versus Lashley match at Survivor Series. Which everyone's been asking for. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has been asking for... I would not put for, it past um, WWE to have Brock beat Roman, by the way. I really hope he doesn't. No, right. Well, neither would I, to be honest. Yeah, but I would put it past WWE to have Goldberg beat Lashley. Or that, yeah, to be fair. So, oh, Goldberg, Brock again. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Because, um, you know, it, it, it's WWE where old habits will never die hard. Yes. Um, it's, it's because... Um, they just, they just, it's just status quo continuously, and that, that is what, that is my biggest problem with this pay per view. Mm. If we'd give the, if we'd give the entire pay per view a rating, not just match by match, yeah, it'd be low, it'd be low for me. It, yeah, it, it won't be too high for me. No, because it's just a return to form. Horsewomen get women's belts. Yeah. Lash, Lashley, Edge, and Rollins were only the saving grace. Rhea was probably the only saving grace for the women. Because um, everyone else looked awful. Um, in terms of booking, not in terms of skill. Let's get that. Let's get that clear, right? Booking is my issue. I never have issue with talent unless it's blindingly obvious, right? I never have issue with talent unless it's blindingly obvious. I always have issue with booking. Okay. And main event, Re- Reigns and Cena both look like megastars, so nothing else there. And the return of Brock was obviously meant to counter certain things, and. Was obviously meant to serve as the big, the big teaser for the end of the for the end of the pay per view. Yeah, I mean it was, it was all right. It had it had moments. And obviously now, as I said, um, the landscape has changed. We have to see what will the fate of the fate of Roman Reigns be. What will the fate of um, Becky's Becky SmackDown Women's Championship and Charlotte? Mm. Uh, I, it seems like for Extreme Rules, I know we're getting. Um, just to kind of end us out on a little bit of a, of a conclusion here of what's going to happen afterwards. But I know we're getting um, Bianca and Becky again, an actual match this time at Extreme Rules. Um, I think Charlotte is probably going to go against Nia or Alexa or both of them. Most likely. It seems like after what happened last week on Raw, Nia has put herself in the championship position, in, a, in, a, in, the, yeah. in the championship picture, and Alexa has as well. Um because I think because Nikki and Rhea are now in tag team stuff, so we may we may actually see them go for the tag team titles. I'd like that. Possibly. Um, uh, we have um, who else do we have? We have. Wait, is it Crown Jewel first? No, Crown Jewel's after. Extreme Crown Jewel's after. Okay, 
So they may be saving Lashley, uh, Lashley Goldberg for that. Yeah. That means we'll probably get a Reigns match instead, but against who? I don't know, Seth Rollins perhaps. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see that actually. I'd like to see Roman versus Seth for the Universal Championship. That'd be cool. Um, and yeah, things will things will continue on, and we will hope to bring you the review of Extreme Wars when it's out because we said we'd do for all the pay views. Um, uh, just a little note: uh, we should be considering. Uh, um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out more sort of wrestling content that we can provide you. Uh, if there's any interest in covering AEW stuff, I'd be happy to do that as well. We don't know as much, but we'd be happy to do it. And we'll come up with some sort of segment stuff. Um, maybe some interesting stuff with, I don't know, video games or e-feds or whatever you like. And that might be interesting. But for, from from us, it is a firm goodbye. Uh, from me, it is a, I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much for, for watching. If you're watching this on YouTube or listening to this on a, on a podcast website, like a Spotify or an Apple, Apple podcast, thank you very much for listening. It's a goodbye from me. Goodbye. And a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.